Come on. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right. Welcome to Money Savage, or Savage Approach Personal Finance. This is George Grombacher, and the time is right. Welcome today's guest, strong and powerful Gary Boomershine. Gary, are you ready to do this? I am, George. This is exciting and uh, really happy to have an opportunity to speak to all your loyal listeners. I like it. Let's do this. Gary is the founder and CEO of realestateinvestor.com. He's been an entrepreneur for since 2004, so however many years that's been. And he just celebrated his 25th wedding anniversary, so congratulations there. And I'm excited to have you on. Gary, tell us a little bit about your personal life. That I just kind of, I, I just sort of spilled the beans. Some more about your work and why you do what you do. Yeah. Um, gosh, I live in uh, San Francisco Bay Area, California, and grew up in a real estate family, entrepreneurial family. And uh, however, it was the whole dot-com Silicon Valley opportunity. I have a computer engineering degree, and during my early career starting in 1992 when I graduated from college, I went down the technology path. Um, I worked for one of the largest technology consulting firms, which was Anderson Consulting, which is now Accenture, and then I did four technology startups moving into sales, and uh, and so that was my early journey. It was awesome, but I was working 80-hour weeks. I think one year I traveled as a sales uh, a sales director, Western Region, and I ended up having 180,000 miles on United. Yikes. And so, <laughs> and so I never. I mean, I loved it, but I never actually saw the uh, the sunlight because I was always inside buildings and you know working for what I call the man. And um, it was really 2004, my wife, 2003, 2004, my, we had a two-month-old baby and a four-year-old, and uh, my wife and I decided, you know what, this is not the life we want, and we knew real estate, so we took our nest egg and said, hey, let's get back to brick and mortar. And so we, we went cold turkey, actually. Both of us uh, went full, well, my wife was a stay-at-home mom, and I went full-time real estate investing. I don't recommend that, by the way. I do recommend to actually have supplemental income so that you're not burning the ships like Napoleon, right? <laughs> but it's been an incredible journey. Um, I, I learned a lot. I made a lot of mistakes. I became one of the things that as an entrepreneur, I, and I've seen this over and over again, I coach a lot of people, and primarily in the real estate investing niche, and a lot of us know, we come from businesses where we know the best practices, but then when we go off and do it on our own, uh, we break all the rules. Mm. And, and uh, I think that's why companies have investors and you know a, a board of advisors, because we don't know the blind spots. So I re-manifested, George, everything that I didn't like about corporate America, I re-manifested in my new environment. So I became a workaholic. 
and uh, we were working to have financial freedom and uh, a lifestyle freedom of more time, and instead I created a monster, and I had a new boss that I didn't like, and the boss was me. <laughs> <laughs> Real jerk. Real jerk. And so, you know, I was successful. I I, uh, I did really well. We I bought about hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of properties. I've got uh, a lot of experience and a subject matter expert in real estate, uh, buying and selling all over the country, different types of properties. I do a ton of private lending, um, but it really wasn't until 2014 that I said, you know what, I'm going to stand back. And it's the old Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein had a quote that really stuck with me, and it said, the definition of insanity is when somebody repeats the same thing over and over again and expects a different result. And I said, you know, I have to change what I do in order to get a different outcome. And so I really set out uh, to really redefine my life and what my vision was and what I wanted to wake up and be doing on a daily basis. And so now fast forward to 2020, I've got a company, realestateinvestor.com, we're the largest marketer in the real estate niche for real estate agents and investors finding off-market deals, which is a, a, a hot area for all over the country um, in this particular real estate market. And so I service um, hundreds and hundreds of full-time real estate investors and real estate agents for helping them find properties. I've got a, about 130 people on staff, a large team overseas in India and the Philippines, and a great management team. And uh, with that, um, and I'm still active in investing and lending, and uh, my wife just told me what I'm probably proudest of after, after being a workaholic for so many years is my wife said, you know, this is probably 2019 was probably our best year. I was present, I wasn't a workaholic, I learned how to shut things off, and more importantly, we had a ton of vacations. We did three weeks that I was completely disengaged from the business, and we spent in Europe as a family. I've got two uh, older daughters now. We got two trips to Mexico. My wife and I went to, to uh, Hawaii twice. I did my annual fly fishing trip to Montana. And so all of that, I'm not trying to, to gloat and to, to brag, but it was really cracking the code as an entrepreneur of really having clarity of vision of what I wanted and what I wanted things to look like and then being uh, relentless at execution. And one, one big nugget for every, anybody that's out there that's listening, our, our, our group of people here, is that um, if you're running a business, um, I always say if you're, a, if you're a CEO, all businesses need a CEO. And they also need people that are actually doing the work. That's how a business operates if it's a true business. And if you're doing $10 an hour work as a CEO, you have a $10 bank account. And, and that's what I'm really focused with entrepreneurs is, is making sure that you're doing the right money-making activities. And I have a lot of philosophies that, that, that I follow, like what I call my 5-10-3 rule and so how I focus my time and, and, uh, and not try to do everything because business, you know, business operates off of leverage and uh, leveraging people. And I'm proudest, I would say, of being able to hire top talent. I have a very low attrition rate, meaning people never leave. 
unless we ask them to, and they love what they do. And I think having a foundation on rock and having a great corporate culture and investing in your people is just huge. That's probably one of the biggest things I've learned over these years. Well, I love it. Congratulations on on cracking that code and sounds like you've got a great relationship with with your wife and 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 everything's going great there. So if if you were to say to yourself in 2004, this is what what our life looked like in 2019. Do you think that that your 2004 self would have been pleased with that? You know, if I sat down, and by the way, I do this, I actually say it's called my perfect day. So on an annual basis, I started this in 2009. But I say, what would my perfect day look like? How would I spend my time? What would I be doing? And I usually pick a day uh, in the future, a specific day and say, um, what would I be doing? And so if I if I took that, and then I put that in front of me in 2004, I would say, you know, well, well done. And, um, you know, it's, I'm, I'm really super pleased. I look back at 2000, and especially 2019, and it's like, I, I have a company. We're fully distributed, George. So imagine 130 people all over the world with no office. So I think that's something really unique. I get people that um, have been asking to interview on how to do something like that because we do everything remote. And um, I've got people here in the United States, but We've got a, a corporate culture. It's almost like a love fest. Um, people are super accountable. Um, we have very little friction. We're very focused. Why I think that we've said, hey, we are what we want to do as a business is we want to provide a measurable difference that impacts lives, and we want to make it real. And, and we've set of, of core values as to how we operate and perform, and then we execute those. And um, and so. You know, that's 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 just something that I've, I've been really pleased with. So, yeah, looking back, if I did that in 2004, I did. I, I, I broke all the rules in 2004 when I went off on my own. I tried to do everything myself. Right, right. I tried to do everything myself. I was not time blocked in terms of, you know, our most precious commodity is not money. It's actually time. And uh, for a lot of us entrepreneurs, we're looking for the freedom of time. I, I would say that's probably more of what I see. Most of us, you know, that we basically are slaves to our job and we're looking for freedom of time and then, you know, and then financial freedom. Um, the other piece is I was always, you know, the old story of the to- the tortoise and the hare, right? The turtle and the sure. hare. I shared this the other night with a couple of friends and I said, you know, I've always been historically, since I was a little kid, I was always kind of the hare. I was always the rabbit going super fast, you know, what's the fastest point between A and, and Z and cutting corners. And I, I really looking back, it's, you know what, there is a, there is a reason why the turtle, the tortoise wins. And I think that, um, you know, thinking longer term as opposed to short term is super important as an entrepreneur, frankly, for most of us, right? Just like investing, um, being, you know, instead of like, you know, people trying to win the lottery, it's like, you know, if you like in at real estate, I love investing in real estate. So it's because it's pretty simple uh, for the most part. You know, you buy a physical asset, right? It's just like Warren Buffett says. Uh, he says, real estate investing, you buy low and you sell high and you don't you, you don't lose investor money and follow the laws. Right. And when you cut corners and you do something different, 
then uh, that's where you fall apart. And I think that that's something I've learned. And so everything that we do is, is a lot more of being very intentional with our time and um, everything that we do. You know, it's like we always have the hiccups in our business as an example, but it's like, hey, you know what, let's stand back and let's really kind of analyze what's going on and come up with a plan and, and not, you know, not be so rash to like, you know, move so fast. And I, and, and especially being a, an entrepreneur, I, I just think that going a little slower and the, the, the there's a reason why the turtle wins. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one of my first books was Robert Ringer. My dad gave this to me, um, winning through intimidation. Do you remember, do you remember hearing the book? It was, Oh no. Uh, uh-uh. Oh my gosh. Robert Ringer. <laughs> this was a, a, now it, it's a misnomer on the name. This is a book I think written in the seventies. Uh, it was a real estate, commercial real estate guy, Robert Ringer, and called winning, winning Through Intimidation. But it was not about being the intimidator. It was like, it was more around, you know, how to overcome the intimidator, right? Because in commercial real estate, everybody's trying to, he always talked about how everybody's trying to take all your chips. And he, that was where I first really understood the tortoise and the hare. I wish I, t- I wish I read that book and took that away and said, there's a reason why you can be a little bit more you know, planned, right? You, you know, you can get a nice rate of return, but then all of a sudden you're kind of going, you know, cryptocurrency and you're trying to get like a 6,000% return. Right. It's like, okay, you know, so, sometimes that happens. It hasn't ever happened for me. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me a little bit about that five ten three rule. Is that, to, is that to do with time management? Yeah, it, it is. Uh, it is. And this came from a coach. One of the things that I've done that I, I share, especially in our real estate niche, um, uh, CEO coaches. I've got four coaches. These are, you know, even uh, even the CEO, the former CEO of Google. Actually, there's a video that talks about the importance of having a coach in your life. You know, if it's a, so I've got four of them. So one of my coaches, I a couple years ago, I came to him. His name is Willie, and I said, Willie, gosh, I'm always struggling with time. You know, I'm, I wake, I'm work, I'm working until two o'clock in the morning. I just, you know, it's cutting my hours cut into my family time. And he said, Gary, because we all have the same amount of time, you know, Steve jobs had the same amount of time as Bill Gates as you, it's how you spend your time. He said, all you have to do is just wake up earlier and push your business day out a little later. And now you've created personal time. And so my five ten three rule is I wake up at five in the morning, and that means I go to bed earlier too. By the way, so I get a full night of sleep. But I wake up at five, I push out all my my business day. I'm off limits to to people getting a hold of me until ten a.m. So that now gives me five hours of personal time, and I journal, and I do a lot of you know I definitely journal, and I do. Uh, I clean up the dishes and make coffee for my wife. <laughs> so I do the, the home chores and then I'll go and exercise and listen to you know, meaningful podcasts or books that I'm reading. And during that time, I think about the one thing. What is the one thing that I'm going to do today to move the marker in my business that's going to either you know increase our revenue line or decrease our cost ultimately into as net income, net worth, for ourselves. And that's the first thing that I do uh, when I come back into business. I write that down on my whiteboard every day. 
And that's what I do before I look at email, before I do any social media, you know, interacting, because as soon as you jump into email, you know, you're, you're just, you're just, you know, it's crisis mode fighting. And so then the three, George, so five, 10, three, the three is what are the three hours that I'm going to spend my time doing during the day as a CEO of the business? And that's typically that one thing. Now I've been doing this a few years, so now I'm able to do up to three things. And, and so now that I only have three hours, I'm very, very specific, uh, and directed and intentional with my time. And that's really moved the marker. It's, it's had an impact to our bottom line, our financial, my wife and I like our, you know, our wealth and to the business and, and the team's healthier because, you know, they see that I'm healthier. And if you're, you know, the leader at the top really needs, if you, if you're, if you're not healthy, <laughs> right? Mentally, physically, the rest of your team is not going to be healthy. Sure. So. Which one of those do you have the hardest time with the five, the 10 or the three? Um, the 10 is probably the harder, yeah. the three. Now, now I'll work more hours than, than just three. I'm not saying sure. that I, sure. I'm done, I, <laughs> but I, I'll time block those three hours. I'm literally, I'm deliberate. What am I going to do? And where am I going to, you know, spend those three hours and then, the rest of the day, I, I I would say my day my business day is done at you know three thirty four o'clock four thirty, and and I'm checked out. I'm completely you know checked out. I've gotten really good at delegating to a team that's accountable, and um and I've actually taught my team that because I'm a hands on guy. I'm a, you know an engineer by trade, so my first reaction usually is oh let me do it right. Let me jump in. Let me build a spreadsheet, and now. You know, I've trained myself, I've trained my team that, hey, you got to assume that the only thing I have in front of me is a cell phone that you're interacting so that I can direct, I can answer, I can clear objections, I can provide clarity of vision. And it's, it's, you know, it's been, it's been, a, it's been, it's been awesome. It's been awesome. So now it's more of, okay, what, what market do we want to actually start? Where do we want to look for properties? Um, what do we want to do? And, um, you know, where's our growth plan? So I'm spending a lot more time now, which has really been awesome as a, as a business kind of growing now to that next stage. Um, you know, I've had to grow and it was a little intimidating by the way. I, I had a little bit of an identity crisis a few years ago because I was so much hands-on and, and then I moved into more of a hands-off role and I, I did have a little bit of identity crisis of like, Oh my gosh, what's my value? Sure. <laughs> Yeah, so. that's that's a. Do you do you think that that the the five ten three is is that reserved for people who've who've reached a certain level in business with success, or is is there a version of that that anybody could do? I think anybody can do it. I actually think that you know, it's now it's harder to do this if you are. Uh, you know, an employee and you're working, you know, a, a nine to five type of job. But but you could even do do that. I think a lot of us, it's very easy to just get on the hamster wheel and run and run and run and run. And I think that our whole system is built on that. So I do think uh, this, the same coach that I have, he was actually a senior vice president of a company. Uh, it was actually uh, SGI. That 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 used to, that's that's where Google, uh, the Google campus is where SGI is. So he was a fairly senior guy of a huge company, 
And he, he, he told me that he did that. In fact, he did it through his entire career. And that's how he, he moved up. And he used to say, people would come into his office and say, Willie, he goes, you get more done than anybody I've ever seen. And I've never seen you work. <laughs> and, and, and Willie, Willie said, that's because I'm extremely deliberate with my valuable time. And, and I think all, well, I think all of us can do that. And you know, it's, it's harder because, you know, we're so distracted. We're, we're distracted on a daily basis with the, the mass amount of information coming at us, right? Email, YouTube, Instagram. It's like, and you know, I, I turn all that stuff off. That's, that's actually, you know, stuff that I do. Um, you know, even the cell phone, like I don't answer to, very rarely do I answer my cell phone live. I'll answer my wife's call. So if she calls during the day, that's the one call that I will pick up. There's a few on my executive team, but it's not a real time device. It, it, you know, I have found that it, <clears throat> what is, what do they say? A disruption takes 10 minutes on average to get back to where you were. So every time you're disrupted, right, somebody comes in your office, somebody calls you, you get an email and you're working on a project, it takes an average of 10 minutes. And so what I've done is I just say, hey, I will check my email a couple of times a day. I'm going to check, you know, I'll respond to text messages, uh, typically on an hourly basis. But I, I only do it when I'm ready and I do it all at once. So I can knock out everything where some people would be spending you know, hours, if they really counted their time, I can do it in minutes. And by the way, I didn't, I didn't learn any of this. This is all from people that have shared their wisdom with me. And, um, and I, 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 you know, good mentors and good coaches. And I, and then I've just said, Hey, what are the best practices? And then how can I follow them? And then how can I share the things that have worked for me with others? Right. I love it. Well, Gary, Savage Nation is ready for your difference making tip. What do you have for them? Yeah, difference making tip. Be intentional with your time. Uh, I've, you know, just summarizing what I've said. Uh, be intentional with your time. I think the other one is, is the journaling. Yeah, uh, is is it has really changed my life of putting things down on paper, of what it is, and kind of knowing where you want to head. Uh, having I took I took some free time, and went to Hawaii just a few weeks ago. And said, "Hey, for 2020, if I look back at the end of 2020, what what type of you know what do I want to be remembered for? What kind of leader do I want to be? What kind of bank account do I want to see at the end of next year?" And being intentional about that. Otherwise, life just traps us and takes us uh, wherever it wants to go, unless we're intentional. And that's what I would share with your listeners. That's helped me. Well, I think that is great stuff. That definitely gets. Come on, come on. And it's so true, right? It's like uh, work will expand to fill the time available for its completion. So you better put parameters on that. Otherwise, you won't have any time left at all. So, well, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? And who is a perfect uh, client customer for realestateinvestor.com? Yeah, you know, uh, uh, real estate investors, uh, whether they're new or they are experienced, uh, real estate agents that also might have uh, clients that are investors or they want to invest themselves. We're a great place um, to, I've got tons of articles. You can go to realestateinvestor.com. I've got a Facebook page and I am new to Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is Gary Boomershine and um, you know, it's, I'm, 
I have what I call my morning minute where I'll post sort of something entrepreneurial that I've learned that I try to do in 30 to 45 seconds. But a uh, perfect person for realestateinvestor.com is somebody that is in investing, um, usually looking as a business. Uh, if they're really passive and they're just um, maybe buying a property a year or two, we're, we're more for the, the people that are the business owners that are more full-time. Uh, you know, part-time or full-time agents or investors, but tons of information out there. And um, if you ever, you know, you need some help or some input, I'm pretty active responding uh, on the social media. Uh, but just as, as, as long as you know that it, typically it's like eight hours later because I respond to everything all at once. <laughs> I love it. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Gary your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to realestateinvestor.com. Check out all the great resources. You can also find them on Instagram and social media. I'll list all those in the notes of the show. Thank you again, Gary. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you to everyone that on, on your show. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together.